Welcome to this very special series on India and Brazil on the KJ Masterclass Live every fortnight along with my esteemed friend and podcast host Tom Riot. You can see him on the screen. We explore together our nation's journeys in business culture and politics and podcasting as we strive to find our rightful place in the global arena. And as you can see joining us live from Campinas, Brazil is Tom Riot who has spent his whole life there. known as the an american known as the king of multicultural communication and networking with a wealth of experience in market development and product management across diverse businesses tom is the founder and host of three business podcasts a public speaker and author his deep expertise and extensive network will provide invaluable insights into brazil's dynamic landscape and it is indeed and today we will be talking on profitable uh you know business environment in brazil and india for companies who want to invest here especially small companies who will find uh, their liking of business environment in both and both their countries so we will be giving uh, tom this whole thing over now so that he can talk about the business environment in brazil so that more and more people learn about the business opportunities there about the good environment ready for businesses to come in over to you tom Well, thank you again, AJ, and thanks to our the people following us. Now, this is the the special series. This is our fourth chat that we've done talking about business and uh, business between and in India and Brazil. Uh, so, as we gain more energy, as we gain more inertia from our chats, uh, we both have been able to see and follow uh, these last few months. Uh, exactly what we we say could happen it's happening uh we've talked about success stories here for small businesses we've talked about success stories there and here for big businesses we've talked about different markets uh we've talked a little bit about BRICS which are the which is the the name of Brazil uh Russia India China and South Africa when we talk about that group uh and what i see today is that both india and brazil they're not the game changers but india and brazil today are the game setters and why is that uh the positive business environment in india uh, is known we've talked about that the opportunities that's there its expansion the multicultural influences even within india uh the number of languages that you've learned that you have and how to deal with cultures within your own country and we've talked about here from the brazil standpoint that brazil is a culture it's still learning to 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 work on the on the global stage all right and to gain its own strength but more recently we've seen that the importance of the two countries all right and i don't want to criticize any other country out there in the world but i do want to call attention to india and brazil but we are at present here 2023 the game setters so we have individually massive markets massive opportunities we've talked about uh but what's happened here recently in the brazil uh economic scenario that i want to talk on a couple points here today uh a couple weeks ago we've seen a change in the credit rating for the country So the international credit rating agencies like Fitch and Standard and Poor's, uh, Moody, 
they give a rating to a country. It's like we have personal, we have our own credit rating. So if Tom wants to go out and borrow money, if AJ wants to go out and borrow money, we have a credit rating. And maybe the bank or the lenders will give us money, maybe they won't. And maybe they'll give us money and charge a higher interest rate, or maybe they won't. And the same thing happens with the country. Uh, so years ago, Brazil had what was called an investment grade rating. And that investment grade credit rating opened uh, an avenue of investment possibilities for massive investment funds. They could come because they needed, they could only invest in countries that have investment grade. Brazil lost that in 2015. So what happened from 2015 until now? We haven't gained it, but it stopped a number of investments coming to Brazil. And we know you can have opportunities. I can have an opportunity. You, AJ, can have an opportunity. <clears throat> but we need resources. We need money to make the engine run. It's the fuel for, for economic growth, for money. And we know there's a lot of money out there. So that was a water on the fire from the Brazilian staff for many years. So last month, uh, the rating agencies started to change a more favorable aspect of the Brazilian rating. It's not investment grade, but the tendency is set and it's pointing that direction. And why is that? It's not because they think it's a good idea, but the economic indicators show that the growth the, the, the risk in Brazil has dropped and, and risk dropping risk comes from political stability. All right. It comes from engagement from companies and banks. All right. A credible rating. I would, I will learn, I will learn, I will earn and learn. I will loan money to AJ because I know AJ, I, I feel that AJ will pay me back. All right. I, I'm comfortable with that. That's for Tom and AJ. It's also the same for companies, the country. Right? Well, that's changing. So money is starting to flow. It has at the beginning, which started to flow again to Brazil. And that's the lifeline for any company. So that is happening. Unemployment in Brazil has dropped slightly. The good side is that we have more people working and more people economically engaged. We still have a pool of labor force that can still fuel companies coming here. They will have labor, all right? And labor that can be applied very shortly. Inflation has started to drop. Inflation dropping shows the prices drop. When the prices drop, the, the, the capability of persons to be able to buy more started to happen. So all these things come together at one time. So that has helped the ratings looking towards Brazil be more favorable. So when we see this tendency for a more positive outlook, it goes back to the company. It goes back to what we've talked about. Is this a good place to invest? Is this a good place for Indian companies to come? Right. And we've talked, we've talked about the opportunities, it's there. The reverse is the same. If Brazilian companies are more comfortable if they see a horizon that's more secure, they're also interested in going out and developing markets. They can develop these markets if they have access to money. So for a Brazilian company, 
to go to India, which would be today's outlook a very favorable investment and opportunity, they would also need the money. So this is the game setter that I see that's happening. India is in a comfort zone, a certain comfort zone, as we compare it to the rest of the world. Brazil is also becoming that. So when you have a comfortable business climate, that's when things really start happening. That's when the locomotive starts getting out of the, uh, getting, getting on the tracks and getting out of the station. That's what's happening right now. And this is midterm Brazil. Uh, historically, Brazil has always been stronger in the second half of every year. Companies also start producing. Here, the year end in Brazil, we talk about Christmas, which was an event here, with the end of the year vacations. This is the time when we have the harvest here, so more money from agriculture. Brazil has always been a strong second half. So my outlook for this year is going to be very stronger because of all of these indicators that we're seeing. So that's our, that's our word today. All right. Uh, this is where things are going. This is what we see in our chat number four. Wonderful, wonderful. This is this is indeed a nice thing, you know. And the whole concept was that you know we uh, all as together we see our countries fighting to strive for you know for the rightful place in the global arena. So I'm sure this is a great news for Brazil. And in in a way, it also makes me happy because. Uh, um, Brazil is part of the BRICS. Brazil, we we in India a lot of uh, we look at Brazil as uh, some somebody someone like us, part of that whole uh, you know if you call it a third world which we are but developing very very fast and now taking ready for that big leap uh, to be in the big league of nations. But I'm sure this this step along with several other steps will bring in much more strength to Brazil's economy and also. Mm-hmm make it not only uh, stronger for itself but also with bring that strength to the BRICS and also bring much more strength to the india brazil partnership going forward and and uh, that that that's a great step so how do you see uh, tom this particular uh, thing the rating division positively is going to impact in terms of that now do you expect more investment from outside into brazil well, I want to say yes, uh, because investment, part of the component of any investment, of any business environment, it's psychological. If you have money in your pocket and I have money in my pocket, and I think that next month or the month after I will continue having money, I may be enticed to spend that or apply it or invest it. As an investor, if I'm looking to countries like India and Brazil, and I see that comfort zone, I also am more comfortable in putting my money there because there are options throughout the world. Uh, What I see happening today, all right, is that Brazil and India, you mentioned the third third world countries. We've we've heard them being talked about as being the emerging economies, uh, second tier or whatever. Right, right. I think we have to find a new classification. Uh, <laughs> right. No, yeah. And why is it? I would go back to that. I would I would call us and even the bricks the game setters. So it, it isn't to be big, bigger, biggest, the first tier, second tier, whatever. Uh, 
but the tendencies, the economic indicators are the same everywhere. When you look at the International Monetary Fund, they're comparing numbers all the time amongst all of the countries. It's sort of like a big scoreboard, right? Uh, and nobody wins the game, but uh, you can favorably be positioned. So again, uh, India and Brazil are favorably positioned, and that helps people who have the money need to decide on where to put it. The psychological aspect, and it's always risk. Risk is a decision that's not made on a monthly basis. It's made daily. In our world today, it's made instantaneously. So when I wake up here in Brazil, I already see what Asia, what India has decided on the stock market. You have already decided what my today is going to be. <laughs> All right. And it's, it's already deciding what the West Coast of the United States is going to be. So your day has already happened. You've already lived the better part of today. So the psychology of where are you in India going to put your money starts with that. If you're comfortable with Brazil, you, I'm saying, companies in India. Uh, and companies in India have, I would say, and we've talked about that, they do have an understanding. As you mentioned, we have a, a feeling of comfort between countries, right? So the, the sameness is important. Yes, yes. So part of that, if you start seeing numbers that are more positive, you as an investor in India, you as a CEO in India, who this morning had to decide on, and we're at the start of another month, where do we put the money here? A company in India has options everywhere. So psychologically, these looks more favorable or sees numbers that are more favorable to Brazil. He just might want to decide in that morning meeting in India that let's do that. Let's invest more in Brazil. Let's go there. Things are looking good. All right. They're looking better. So that happens. That happens. So you see, Brazil is being decided before Brazil even wakes up. And so that's where these numbers become important. And in boardrooms throughout the world, all right, that happens every day. It's constant. Uh, the chats, uh, we're having our chat uh, about Indian Brazil every 15 days or so. But CEOs and, and the directors and the CFOs and the CMOs of all companies, they have this chat every day. They may set up a monthly meeting, but daily they're checking numbers daily they're they're seeing what's happening they're adjusting whatever they thought would be their plan for july or august or september that is being adjusted constantly this information flows india is the center of technology for all of this india has been a center for customer uh, satisfaction customer involvement for years you have, you as a, as a country, you as companies in India, you have the pulse. You have a, you have a more feeling about many different economies. So that's positive. So the, the light back to Brazil and the engagement and these numbers that come out, the dating, inflation going down, uh, unemployment going down, uh, 
those are the numbers that everybody's thinking about in business every day. Brazilian business persons the same thing. All right, technology is the same here. Companies are interacting. Many companies in Brazil, multinationals, they're connected to the world. The world's connected to them. We have many European companies here. We have Indian companies. We have Asian companies, American companies, Latin companies. Everybody's here. So these dialogues, which are instantaneous, the Excel charts happen constantly. But the psychology, we look at numbers, AJ. We do that. I do that. You do that. We look at numbers, but we have to, we have to get inside ourselves and adjust to those numbers that we see. Am I going to go? Am I not going to go? Do I assume the risk? And the higher you get in the, in the company, the more responsible, the more responsibility you have. You have interviewed hundreds of CEOs, right? And you know more than I, that's how they think. They're looking at opportunities, but the decision stops and starts with them, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Most of these companies, they look at investments, they look at that money saved, they look at that their money invested is properly giving them the returns. And in those aspects, these ratings also matter and they will certainly be, you know, a lot of more CEOs, more global companies will be willing to put money into brazil now and i'm sure a lot of indian companies will also start looking at we have been talking about you know profitable business opportunities especially for small businesses even podcasting is growing so that also can be one big area where right. you know a, a lot of people can because once when companies come in podcasting is a great medium for you know as a marketing tool for uh, for individuals for brands for companies mm -hmm. for coaching for coaches for consultants and when businesses come everything come along with that and everything else grows even food companies and all because there are a lot of international people will keep on coming and that is that's the way the economy is connected with one thing or the other from india in india also you see uh, the ratings are different now uh, we have also been dealing with ratings sometimes good sometimes not sometimes very good and this is the way but as of now india has a very special place because of the global dynamics because a mm -hmm. lot of companies the countries now are looking to move away a, a bit of a or, or a, quite a bit of their manufacturing from uh, right. china and, right. and it is it is their choice they want to uh, earlier on uh, look at china in a day it is like you don't want to put all your manufacturing uh, eggs into or the, uh, into one particular <clears throat> basket and and that is why they are trying to put it which is the right way to do and india suits them well because of certain reason one it's, it's a democracy it's a it's a big market in itself more 1.4 billion people is not a, a small market companies like apple have already set up their manufacturing uh, capacities here increase their manufacturing capacities here and that is a good thing other companies are also coming in the other uh, uh, beyond democracy we have got very good skilled labor in terms of right. a, a, a lot of you know, either be, be it technology, be it any other area, be it manufacturing. And that is one thing stands out good. It's a fairly stable place. Some states are much more, much more conducive and they are, are providing mm -hmm. a lot of uh, benefits for companies which are coming there. The labor force is also very good mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, you don't have to spend as much 
as you would have to in any other say bigger countries even in the us right. or any other place so this gives a lot of you know a uh, uh, lot lot of juggling power to com uh, com uh, mm -hmm. companies and and this is where uh, india is certainly going to benefit and i'm sure this also applies to Bra companies in brazil even small businesses in brazil who may want to come to india and the good part is that being part of brics you know uh, it is so this brics this is this brick is a good thing but the other bricks are not good so it's time for some good bookcase for both india and brazil i would say in terms of investments well you got the term of bricks the bricks was sort of a an idea it was a joining of countries but it was sort of on the shelf for a long time uh, and we've seen recently it's have, it's having a more global importance uh, recently other countries uh, want to be part of BRICS, which is, I would say, something relatively new. Uh, uh, I was just listening to an audio podcast about Saudi Arabia, and part of the discussion there was the interest that Saudi Arabia has uh, in becoming a member of BRICS. And, and back to what you said, the stability of both India uh, and Brazil uh, and the economic importance is not only from the economic standpoint, important for the, the uh, Saudi Arabia, but when we look at the logistics, a path, one of the paths from Brazil to India is through the Middle East. And we're talking about logistics facilities in uh, air cargo, air freight, or even uh, uh, maritime. Uh, it basically would go through the Middle East. So that becomes a stepping stone and in both directions. And so for Indian companies, and most times when we look at a map, we don't think of it that way, at least here. We're thinking west, but no, we need to go east. And that could be through the Middle East as a stepping stone, a favorable stepping stone in terms of transportation. Uh, most of the air routes, the flights that leave from Brazil, wanting to go to India would be going through the Middle East. And so that's part of the an economic equation, but also the logistic equation of doing business. And as you say, as a manufacturing point in India, it becomes even more important. Because one thing is to, to produce, but today it's to be able to produce and export globally. And that's an advantage I see that India has. And I, that's also an advantage that I think Brazilian companies are seeing in India. They're, they're, they're coming awake to geography in a different way absolutely absolutely and a lot of countries now uh, view uh, india as the as a safe zone for either investment long-term relationships long-term partnerships mm -hmm. long-term business long-term you know that everything is safe the business political environment is also very stable here even regional governments as i mentioned earlier uh, they are giving a lot of incentives to companies. And now a lot of regional governments, state governments are also separately reaching out to the outside world. So in that aspect, we are trying to communicate that we are very much open for business. And if you come and open your business, it will not close. It will be very, very fruitful and beneficial for everybody. And we also want, see, at the same time, we have a make in India policy also. So this mm -hmm. is also 
uh, enabling or, or giving that impetus to the mindset also that we right. got to bring companies to make in India. We have had a long history of buying from outside. Mm -hmm. But now, we even if those companies uh, are making and we need those things, we are inviting them to come make here and then send it out to the world. We will be your buyers here, but we also must be a part of that manufacturing uh, process. And, and, and you tell us what you need, we will give it to you. And in that sense, I see that, you know, Brazil has also a great opportunity uh, in, in terms of having that same sameness. Mm -hmm. and, and, and as uh, I, I, I agree with you, but I, I want to uh, reiterate that another competency, another skill set uh, that Indians have, again, is the multicultural understanding and communication. And when we look out into the world, we see a, an interesting number of CEOs of major corporations are Indian. Obviously, they have the mental capacity to do what they do. But part of that, I see, and they've shown that, is a multicultural understanding of the world, of business. And when we look to other countries, it's not necessarily that way. So that is an advantage. And again, that's the advantage of doing business in and with India. Because that I've seen as a challenge anyway. It's a challenge in Brazil. It's a challenge for Brazilian companies to get out. They, they have to develop a multicultural understanding of whatever market they want to do. And other companies or countries wanting to come here have to understand the culture of Brazil and align to that. Uh, but that ability to do that, you know, India has had it for a long time. So I think if you're probably a couple steps uh, forward than other places are. And again, it's leadership in how to do things, how to open up your market, how to attract companies. So I think there's a lot of learning that Brazil can do when it looks to India. Right, right. So this is this is a good development, good to, way to see things. And I'm sure as we go by, we will uh, we will have more and more things to discuss on these aspects in this India Brazil business chat uh, between the both of us. And I'm sure we will get more perspective from of things within the two of us from outside. And maybe going forward, we might get more people to share their perspectives on on this. Show any final words, any uh, that you would like to share on this topic, uh, Just more of the same. I, I think uh, part of it, we're in chat number four. What I would say is come back for chat number five. Uh, there will be more. Uh, I would say more of the same. There will be similar things of how we can adapt. We're learning, all right. You and I are learning with each other, and as we say, business comes from people. It does. But again, learning how to understand what the important thing. What if we learn in four chats? A lot. So it's a non-ending thing. It's never over. It's always ongoing. So looking forward to being back and chatting again. Absolutely. Absolutely. We both are learning. We both, both our countries are also learning. And as we learn, uh, we, we understand things better and then your communication, your chats with the world grow better. And, and I'm sure this, even Brazil has become, will become better at, you know, communicating with the world better and getting more investments mm -hmm. to itself. And that is such a welcome thing. 
And India also looks at, at, at the future with a great deal of hope because we have got a lot of things to do. And, 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 that, and we, India and Brazil together also have a lot of com commonality and can achieve a lot together. With this, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us. Thank you again. Thank you.